Welcome back to another Off the Circle. On today's show, we're speaking with Michael Reynolds of Innovate Map. Innovate Map is a team of experts in digital product research, branding, marketing, and design. And we're going to be speaking about the acceleration of digital transformation uh, because of the pandemic. based entrepreneurs and business people learn from their experience and expertise and have some laughs along the way off the circle the indianapolis business scene as you've never heard it before uh, welcome back to today's off the circle on today's show uh, i have michael reynolds uh, and i think michael reynolds back for maybe the second time yeah the second time yeah, second time. Uh, Michael, of course, is founder of Innovate Map, and uh, and we go back quite a ways because he worked at uh, Acrimo back in the early yeah. days as well, and so we've become good friends uh, over the years. Uh, and then, uh, Michael, maybe just for everybody who's not familiar with Innovate Map, uh, you know, talk about what you guys are doing for companies. Yeah, it's great. Thanks, Doug. Great to be on. Always great to chat with you. So this is good. Um, yeah, Innovate Map. We're a digital product agency. So, you know, we, we will help companies dream to design and then deliver to market a winning digital product. So that could be anything, e-commerce, marketplace, SaaS software, applications, highly functional websites. Um, our team, basically our, our value prop is you're going to build the right thing. It's going to resonate with the buyer and resonate with the user. So yeah. our team made up uh, exclusively of product professionals, our product brand and our product marketing team want to make sure it's telling the story well, it's positioned, packaged, sales and marketing have what they need. And the other side of our house, our, our product management and UX team, making sure that it's, uh, you're building, you know, building the right thing, it's a value, it's highly usable and so forth, so. Yeah, that's fantastic. About what and, we do. and then of course, we've, we've shared multiple clients together, yep. which is always exciting as well, because uh, un, unlike Innovate Map, I'm not a product visionary or anything. I just, I just like to implement and so most of my work is on the implementation side and technology planning side and scaling and everything else. But Mike's team uh, helped. I, first, Art to Remember, I think, yep. is a huge client that we've shared in between us. So Art to Remember had a B2B product, um, but they really wanted to scale up a B2C and go direct to consumer. And uh, all of the iterations of the user interface and everything were all dreamt up. Uh, well, not just the user interfaces, but even the branding, the yep. product description, the tone, uh, all of it was was really developed by Innovate Map. Uh, and then the great thing is, is you know, they handed over the the coloring book, and then the tech team there just had to color it in, right? I mean, yep. yeah, and and that was a fantastic one. Uh, let's see, who else? Bolstra, right? Did yeah, you, Bolstra. Yeah. Clear. Clear. clear, clear software. Yeah, clear software. Definitely their entire, yeah, their entire vision. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, and like I said, is uh, the reason why we're having this podcast today from a timely, timeliness standpoint is that uh, Michael and I were talking before the podcast that companies are finally realizing through this absolute disaster and emergency and lockdown and everything else that oh my God, we should have been investing more in digital and we yeah. really should have been transforming our companies. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe you can share a little bit about what you've seen with some of the companies that you're working with uh, that, that really identified that. 
Yeah, I, I would say it's, you know, give you two profiles that we've seen, and it's been a kind of a wake up call for both. The first one I would say is pure tech companies that were digital by nature, but they have gone and needed to go all in. And when I say all in, I don't mean building a software or a product, it's what they were doing. But, you know, if it was product led growth, like if their software needed to be, uh, you know, if someone had to come on site to install it, configure it, train people on it, they're, they're, they're hyper investing right now in like, Product like growth things like conversion, upselling in the product, onboarding, things like that. Uh, if their channel was to sell it in person, um, you know, events, you know, trade shows, uh, you know, meetings with a sales rep, uh, people right now now need, so their go to market strategy just went digital too, seeing a ton of digital product marketing because people still need to know about the product. And so you're seeing them trying to convey that. So that's kind of what I'm seeing a little bit on the tech side, the, the non tech side. Uh, that's really the wake up call. So you think about like, and I'll use one that was pre, pre this event, like banks knew that they needed a complimentary app. They needed online banking, but you're starting to see this, the companies that maybe hadn't embraced that they needed a digital complement to their core business. This, 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 this has accelerated that realization and education by about three to five years. Yeah. This is an absolute wake up call or, you know, you've seen companies that maybe dabbled in it, you know, having a, e-commerce complement, uh, a portal for their business, uh, 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 or, or being able to do what they do online, whether it be like, you know, buy cars or something like that. Uh, this is their only method during this time. And, and they're saying, we got to do more of that. Um, yeah. We haven't done it. We got to start doing that. Um, so that's kind of what we're seeing going down. Well, and, and the, you know, obviously they're probably sitting there looking at the missed revenue opportunities too, that, you know, that there was still a demand for their products and services over the course of the lockdown, but they didn't really have a way to deliver, right? Yeah. And then in a lot of maybe like, also kind of seeing like in industries like maybe automotive or others where, you know, they, they knew they needed to do digital, but they felt like their audience wasn't ready for that yet, or yeah. it wasn't their preference. This has kind of left it to be their preference. And so, you know, the companies are going to get through this. So the ones are going to react very quickly to that. Um, and, you know, and I, I would say timing wise, we're probably about, you know, three months post every the world freezing. If your business is freezing, I, I am starting to see companies start to thaw, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and as they thaw, many of them are, are thinking digital. Yeah. How do I complement my core business where, and I don't mean like work remote and online. I mean, have like your site, you know, your website, for example, might explain your offering set so well that that doesn't have to be done in a, in a conversation. Right. Like if, you're, if, you're, if you're like new client, if your sales or new client acquisition model was, we're going to cold call people and get a meeting, uh, that's being eliminated by having digital marketing that draws attention to a site that clearly conveys your product value, maybe even converts them to a lead or even converts to a sale or brings you to a ability to do what you do online. Lot, lots of, lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you, you talked about FinTech and that's, I've had a couple of clients there that I've assisted as well. And I think that's probably a perfect example where, you know, when you, when you think about, uh, you know, who owns the banking space, it's Chase, right? And, and the reason why is because you don't need a, a branch anymore. You don't need an ATM anymore. You can do everything from your phone. And so many of financial technology uh, companies were in-person relationship building, right? Mm -hmm. 
and on, in that in that relationship, they could figure out what phase of life that you were in and what tools you might need and all of those things uh, over the course of that relationship. But now that relationship was cut. You know, now 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 you know you couldn't go in, and so now you do need a digital experience. You know, to basically pull people through and let them self guide themselves. You know, through that relationship. And I I love I you know. Uh, they always say that, you know, leave your money with the mob and it'll be safe. That's why my money's in chase, you know? Um, <laughs> and, but, but the app is so good that I don't ever have to go to an ATM. I don't ever have to go to an office. I don't ever have to talk to a branch manager. I don't ever have to do anything. I can do everything. I can get all the tools, monitor credit, you know, uh, pay yeah. bills, have my accountant, you know, get my data. I don't have to do anything that requires in person. And as long as they keep enhancing the value of that, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a customer for life. Yeah, I would say we were seeing, you know, banking is a good example of, of someone. I would say most industries that targeted a consumer directly was probably pressed this way. Banking, um, Retail, retail, obviously, every sure. retail has an e-commerce component to it. Uh, media and entertainment, like those, those things have always been online. But what I'm starting to see is the, it's the wake-up call for the ones that maybe hadn't thought about it. Right. Not, like, a, like a professional service. If you're a, 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 a legal, a financial advisor, any sort of professional service, the world now needs to know about you and your expertise, but you can't get a meeting with them potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and they want to self-service, right? Yeah. You know, I, as a consumer, I want to self-service and get as far as I can, you know, before talking to somebody. It's not that I'm an introvert or anything. It's just that that's the way I am. And, and, and now we just culturally, we just threw the entire world into that three month behavior. Yes. <laughs> and so now people are getting used to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, lots, lots of good stuff. One other one I enjoy is like a, a, a tech startup that came our way. Uh, best quote their name. They're out of uh, northwest side of Indianapolis, but they're, it's uh, how uh, tradespeople can do a quote of home repair remotely. And it's, oh, nice. It's an effort, you know, it's, an, it's a great example, and the, the demand for that has just been tremendous in this. But it's an, it, you know, he's and then I'll just tell you that founder is double downing in the next release and trying to get more functionality out there as as demand for his product and trying to get as many, as many people aware of it. And everything I'm describing are digital investments for him. So how do these make people aware of it? That's a digital investment. What's he doing to the product to make it sticky? That's a digital investment. That's certainly translating more to engineering than it is marketing. But um, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity being created. And this, like I said, once again, a wake up call for a lot of companies. Well, and to your point, you know, the, the companies that are adapting and adopting this now you know, are obviously going to be healthy and, and diverse when they get back, you know, their core, you know, kind of behaviors, what they did before, but now they're not going to be totally dependent, you know, on that. They're going to have this digital path for people to follow. So I think that's a, that's a critical component of it. Yeah, it's great. What, you know, I, I think one of the things that you guys bring to the table uh, is one, obviously you guys are cross industry, uh, which is incredible. Yep. You have a highly educated staff uh, just from a user behavior standpoint too. And, and one of the reasons why I recommend you guys to clients is to get out of their own skin, right? Yep. And that's that companies are so buried in their own models and, and everything else that they don't often see 
what's coming down the pipe later, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's 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 a value of fresh eyes on the situation, fresh yeah. eyes on the situation, and and it's and it's very challenging for people um, to think you know think outside the walls of what they know. Uh, they they know, and this was I'll just this is a good one too, where it's like people thought they knew their customer well, and now they're their what they knew of their customer might be completely different. Right. Do you think do you think of a business that's like, well, they always did it this way. They always bought it that way. This is a moment that they might not be doing it that way anymore. Yeah. Or they might have a preference now of doing it a different way. And I see a lot of companies challenged to grasp that new behavior pattern. And so, you know, for a lot of clients, it, it, we, we've even been tasked doing this to find out right now what's their preference, unmet needs, you, now desired new workflows. And we got to respond to that because uh, business for us might be very different. So that's, yeah. uh, it's not even just fresh eyes in ordinary times where like we'd have that, that unique value, that outside perspective coming in, but um, kind of even more amplified right now where the assumptions that you might've already been making internally about what your customer wants and how they want to interact with your brand might be completely different. They might yeah. want to interact with your product or service in a very different way, remotely, digitally, all the above. That's a that's an interesting perspective. I'm curious applying that to Innovate Map, right? You guys have put together. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys have put together a process flow, you know, to innovation and to you know, kind of creating these product roadmaps. You have a absolutely stunning and beautiful building uh, that's I'm guessing sitting collecting dust right now. Yep. yep. In, <laughs> <laughs> yep. in Broad Ripple. Uh, you know, but you guys are, were able to survive and thrive through this too. What, you know, how did you even, how did, what, what innovation did you guys need to do to basically take your product flow and your collaboration and everything and, and keep, you know, and, and you even said before the call, increasing, you know, the relationship and improving the relationship with your clients. What, yeah. what did you guys have to do? Well, great question. Cause it, I mean, it's certainly, I mean, grateful to be in digital, but I mean, we certainly had to figure stuff out. I mean, yeah. kind, of the, kind of the theme I had internally was adapt. Like I, I thought like a great story that I wanted to see told internally, you know, come into the year. I want, I wanted my team members saying that we, 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 we did our thing. We adapted where we need to adapt and we navigated this, this well, but I, so I'll speak to some of those adaptations. Um, my first mind goes to our, our marketing approach. You know, how we found clients or how you knew about Innovate Map was very high touch and, and very relationship-based. And by the way, I intend that we'll always be relationship-based, but how we establish and groom and found those relationships, we had to be different. Yeah. It might've been we were heavy meetups, uh, events, um, you know, and, and that's how people would find out about sp sponsorships and that's how people would find out about us. Well, how are they going to know about us now? We ourselves innovate, had to innovate on making our reach digital, you yeah. know? So, you know, foot on the gas on, uh, on podcasts, uh, blogs, content, getting, you know, getting our thought leadership out there because we have a service that is definitely needed right now. But if our old ways of how someone would find out about us, we're going to, we're going to do us any good when there's no, you know, powder keg event that we get to, you know, meet our friends and and, right. friends and things like that. So we certainly had to adjust our, our, our channel. I will say that in terms of doing what we do for a client, 
I am really, really grateful that we um, started getting, we, we're in our seventh year, probably the first four years, we were kind of a word of mouth, pretty local uh, service. And then, um, you know, through word of mouth, we started to expand geographically, reactively. We didn't proactively target other markets because, and by the way, come to that because to me, targeting Chicago meant driving to Chicago and being right. in Chicago and stuff like that. And so it, it had a high, high cost, high time cost, high money cost. And so we pretty much stayed local. Fortunately, to get to the point of the story, um, we started getting some, hey, inbound from others that I heard about you. I had a friend who worked with you in Indy, but I'm in Chicago, will you, can, can we help? And so we had to figure out about three years ago how to do what we do for a remote client. So we sat here beginning the year where about 25% of our clients were remote. So we've kind of mastered like Zoom calls, delivering what we do remotely, uh, all week long conversations being done on, on Slack. We have a Slack channel for every one of our clients that we service. So we didn't miss a beat doing what we do for our clients when this went down. Yeah. I will tell you what was different though, our internals. So we were, we're, we're a collaborative bunch. So how, right. do, we, how do we, you know, we, we could deliver a presentation of our work to a client remotely. That, that has been great. And honestly, the relationships in, in arguably might even be strengthened because we're seeing people in their own homes. They're kind of humanized to a, to a, to a great degree. But how we got to the magic of how we innovate. You know, how our internal team spent an eight-hour day ideating the new brand for the client. We had to figure out how to do that remotely. Very proud of the team, but I won't say, I mean, that typically would have been three people locked in a room with a whiteboard, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, how do you do a whiteboard over Zoom? And, and there are ways. They're not great. <laughs> yeah. But they're not great. They're not great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, that's all stuff we had to figure out. So I would say our, our, our agency's go-to-market strategy had to completely flip. And then how we collaborated and created the magic that we do for our client internally, like our internal working time, we really had to ideate on. And um, yeah. now the one thing I'll just say that, I, that it is in our DNA and really has helped us during this time is we embrace change. Our, everyone in our company, we, change is opportunity to us. And so the things that we had to even just do internally, they, our team rallied around. We were not trying to fit the old way of doing it into this new system. That's we were like, all right, let's go. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Um, and uh, really try to, the one other thing I would just say, Doug, that was nice, maybe even an uh, unforeseen advantage for us is because we're in a client service, it wasn't like we were in our own world trying to just figure this out for ourselves. We're, we're working with other companies watching how they're trying to figure out for themselves. And we're kind of in it with many of them. So it's almost yeah. like we had a greater sample size as there is no best practice or winning playbook. We, we had a greater sample size to figure it out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Wow. That's, I don't We should probably just stop the podcast. That was a killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like talking. That's yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's really insightful. And I, I think it's something that other uh, companies, need to listen is if they if they really stalled and chugged you know through this maybe that's a strong indicator to them you know that they they have a cultural opportunity there right that the, yeah. they have to do something to change the culture within uh, because if everybody's just stuck you know that means that they're not looking at hey how are we going to solve the same problem but do it you know through other channels or, or mediums yeah and i'll just and just share i and the one thing like um 
and I'll just tell it, our clients love that we were sharing winning stories with each other. So I'll just be very honest. We had a, we had, you know, three clients all in the healthcare space. Two of them had figured out in this, because healthcare, let's say an example, they need digital more than ever right now. Yeah. But, but they, you're downright offensive if you're calling on them. Like, like, like that, that, that wasn't going well, right? Um, we had two clients figure out ways to get their digital product awareness through to their clients. Now, the third client I had that was healthcare was ready to kind of throw their arms in the air and say, they're not taking a call. What was us? Right. You know, you know, I believe with all my heart, we have a product that healthcare needs right now, but they're not taking a call. And I was like, these other two are doing this. Yeah. And that was inspiration to others. So I'm, I'm just telling you right now in this moment, I, I would emphasize to everybody, seek diverse thoughts right now. Find, find a, a opinions and strategies on, other than your own. And, and, and everybody, there, there is not a best practice right now. I, I would say everybody on winning strategies for your business, we're in like pattern recognition mode. Yeah. Like it, it, there's no blue book. Or play, playbook, blue book is yeah. totally different. It's hysterical. But, um, <laughs> you know, so we've been, we've been just trying to, one best part we've been doing is just trying to listen and talk and what are you doing? What's working for you? And sharing, sharing. Um, that's kind of been the, the hustle of the last eight to 12 weeks uh, for us and, and kind of even for our clients. That's fantastic. Are you, guys, are you guys sharing some of these stories on your podcast as well? We are. In fact, I, it, it's funny. We had, a, you know, our, our podcast content was, typically timeless, you know, like we, 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 it'd be product wisdom or a product story. Here's how I created it. Or here's how I, I deal with user feedback. Uh, that wasn't what people the last two months have been wanting to hear about. They've been wanting to hear about something that is, that is relevant, that is recent. So we switched to the, uh, you know, we had better product as our podcast. We went to write a product weekly and, and, and we were telling weekly nice. story, very timely stories of what is being done now. Um, and so literally every week is a different story of someone in the product field. What are they doing right now? Um, and uh, that's, we've, we've kind of just basically flipped the strategy of our own, you know, thought leadership platform to be timely. Just, yeah, just that's it, fantastic. Well, and I think it, I think it points to, I mean, that's, that's just an intelligent thing to do as well because um, you know, where we might've been thinking five years out for a client before that client is worried about next month. Oh yeah. Right. You know, five, five years is, Hey, I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, yeah. you know, I, we need something today that's going to flip the switch and make the difference. Yeah. I, I could not echo that enough. Like you, everybody was, I, I care about the next six weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't even, don't even talk to me about what's put more than three months from now. Right. Um, and at least that for the last two to three months has been the mode they've been in. Yeah. Now I, I would say in the last five to 10 days there, some of them are starting to think beyond as they've, they've landed on some degree of, okay, okay, I'm starting to see how this is going to go down. I'm starting to collect yeah. patterns of what this is going to mean for my business. But God uh, forbid they go back to the way they were, right? No, yeah, I don't, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like why, why, if, you, if you're seeing that there's activity and there's purchase behavior and there's people are going down the customer journey digitally, why, you know, I, and I'm not saying, you know, throw out, you know, your old way. But I'm saying, why wouldn't you open up that path and just make it more efficient? Yeah, I mean, I'll just give you a silly example, but none of these are silly example in this time. Let's just take a, a restaurant, you know, and, I, and we, we know a couple friends, you know, even in Broad Ripple, they got really, uh, you know, dine-in restaurant is their vision, quality food might have been, that, that's fine. But during this time when they were locked down, putting that menu online and supporting online orders, 
yep. for carryout. Uh, yep. The restaurants that did that probably, it, it probably was not the, their, their planned revenue, but it, it, revenue wasn't zero if they, if they leapt to a digital complement as easily as my menu is online and you can actually order it online. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously it's, uh, you know, carry out and fulfill it. When they get to open, will they shut that down? No, right. they, will, they will continue to complement that. You might see in the back of their kitchen, you've got the, in, the dine-in service, but they've still got online, you know, and, and I'm really talking more of a, you know, that, that, that's, that's just going to happen. So yeah. I, I, I don't, they're not exclusively going to go away. It, digital will be a, I'm not saying all these companies have to transform to be a digital company, but they were there. They, this forced them to think of a digital complement to yeah. their business. And that's, that's not going to go away. I, I totally agree. My, the, uh, my dog just walked up. So you might hear him jingling on the podcast folks. Um, but uh, you know, I'll talk about that. My, you know, pet supplies plus here in town will now deliver dog food to your house. Like how, <laughs> how amazing is that? Do you think I'm going to go to the dogs, you know, no. to the pet? I'm not going to go anymore. I'm just going to get it delivered from here on out. Cause it's going to save me time and effort. That yeah. wasn't an option before. Yeah. And so now that it is an option, now I'm just going to sustain and keep doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. And, one of the things that I think uh, uh, some of the companies, it was hard to have this conversation with them because when we're doing efficiency and productivity improvements for companies, um, it was hard to call them during a lockdown and say, this is really when you should be working on this because it sounded totally self-serving, yeah. you know, but a couple of our prospects uh, that, that signed with us and actually signed up said, hey, you know what? Our business is down 50% right now. This is the time when we can train our employees. This is the time when we can be disruptive to our systems. You know, how quick can we get this done? And I thought that was a really uh, insightful you know, thing. We didn't go out and, and push that. Because again, it would have sounded self-serving that we're just trying to keep our business going, you know, while, while everybody's suffering. But I thought it was one of those, you know, real eye-openers for me that there was some business people that identified that said, our business is down right now. Let's, let's do this now, yeah. you know, because it's going to be less disruptive. Yeah, we, we actually saw that too. You know, it, it could have been. And like I said, I'm going to go in, in, our, in the non-tech field. Uh, certainly professional services, we, it, it could have been a, a realtor, a financial advisor. They're like, look, no one's going <laughs> to, no right. one wants me to be hammering them and me marketing in their face. So I'm accepting that I got a two to three month like lull. Um, I've got cycles to devote to telling my story better, um, maybe exploring, uh, putting myself out there on webinars, putting myself out there digitally, yeah. revamp revamping how I tell my story on my site. Uh, they, it was like, you know what, this is the time. I've got the cycles to devote to it. We, we have seen that where, you know, uh, we had a couple of current clients see that and say, we actually need more right now. You know, well, for us, I'll just share personally, you know, new client acquisition was going to be tough. And we had, we had, I'm glad we figured some stuff out to put us in a better position post. But uh, we saw with our current clients, a lot of them doing exactly what you said, like, okay, well, this is the time. I yeah. want to come out of this three months. I want to be in a better position three months from now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crossing our fingers that things pick up. And when things pick up, my, uh, my, my, my digital product is better. My digital presence is better. Um, that has been 
were quote that's been quoted desire end states by people uh during this time yeah and that's i wish more companies you know kind of took a look at that and said you know hey what what are we doing while everybody's you know kind of sitting around you know, because uh, you're not, if customer, I mean, most companies are customer services premium and that's where they spend the most time and they should, they yeah. should invest all that time. But if half of your customers are, you know, are not showing up, then that's absolutely uh, uh, off. You know, this is another one that was just an example. I, I hang out at a bar up in, up in Fishers and the second they had to close their doors, they started a full remodel from yeah. top to bottom. And I thought, that guy is brilliant, yeah. you know, because he, he didn't, he didn't miss. I, and I'm serious. He did not miss a step. The day they shut down, they started remodeling and doing a full rip out of the place. And I was like, that was a smooth move on his part. Yeah. I'll tell you, this has nothing to do with digital, but, but it's, it speaks to some of the adaptability and hustle uh, but I've even shared this story uh, in turn with my team as a little bit of inspiration. But one of my one of my good friends, he owns a painting company, you know, small business, 14, 14 people. And, you know, you know, the trades are, are, are hurting. There's not a lot of new you, in what in one vein, you could sit there and say there's no new construction. You know, there's not, no nobody's you know, I'm not getting nobody's calling me to yeah. do this. He wouldn't accept that. He started calling literally on every dentist and said, hey, you know, I've I normally would do it for 3,500, but I'll do it, or I'll normally do it for five grand. I'll do it for 3,500 because I don't, I don't have to I do this after hours and tape everything because you guys are shut down after tape time hours. And I think he's, I think he's painted every dentist on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, bus, you know, business has been great for him because he saw an opportunity. And I think that's, that's really, that's really the takeaway, you know, which is, see in this new world, what is your opportunity? And I, I think what he did well, and like we've even seen, clients of ours do well is put yourself in the mindset of your customer and say to yourself, what is on their mind right now? That is not, that, that is not something everybody does. Everybody says, yeah. Oh, I know my customer. They don't want me to call them right now. Would you, you can you got to challenge what you think you know of your customer. Like that may not be what's on their mind right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, I, and the, you know, I, I'll just, I'll just share another one. We've got a client, uh, I'll plug the name because they're great, great business, but Megan Lohman and Plan Forward, it's a dental software, helps them, you know, uh, for non-insured people, put them on a subscription membership plan. Oh, and nice. She manage that whole thing. And in one instance, she could be like, hey, dentists are not going to take a call. Quite the opposite. She saw an opportunity and dentists are like, look, my my office isn't open, right? It's a perfect, and I've got people, administrative people that you know, aren't doing anything. It's a perfect time to implement software. Yeah. Because yeah. when it goes back, they're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to not have time to do this. Yeah. And, and in their instance, they certainly would love, and for that business, they certainly would love a subscription style model where they begin income right now. Uh, when, you know, not just on visits, but so she, she saw a little bit of uptick where, where dentists were saying, Hey, I'm going to take my administration staff that I don't want to let go. Cause I'm going to need them when we go back. Right. Yep and give them this project. And that project was implement software. Yeah. That's it. I'm, I'm going to, now I'm going to toot my own horn by, you know, my girlfriend owns a spa and that's exactly what we did. We totally rebuilt our site. We put online appointment scheduling that's integrated with Google calendar where people can manage delay pushback. Uh, They could pay, they could buy gift cards. And, and, and that's what I, that's exactly what I told her. I was like, I was like, this is the 
absolute time that you should learn how to use this and get it up and going so that when people start to feel comfortable and want to want to get back in, um, you know, they can self-service. So yeah, that's a, that's a good move. Good move on their part. That's great. Yeah. All good well, story. Yeah. yeah. Any, any kind of, uh, you know, obviously, uh, we'll leave, we'll leave, uh, links to the podcast, yeah. uh, as well as, as your website, but, you know, parting wisdom for, for companies right now that it is, I, I do think, like you said, I don't think it's just anecdotal. I think, um, you know, with the stock market, that's always kind of a leading indicator. And then the more and more I'm talking to biz dev specialists, they're, they're getting a lot of calls right now. And it sounds like, um, a lot of it was just not knowing what the government was going to require and not require. And that was, that was where companies just kind of froze. But now that, you know, the government is kind of saying, Hey, we know that we have to open back up and create plans and everything else. Um, you know, what can companies do today? You know, what, what should they be, be thinking of today as they, as they come back online and their company and their customers start coming back? Yeah. My biggest advice would be do a little listening. Do a little listening. So it, yes, they're coming back, but I wouldn't make any assumption, you know, uh, what they want or their world. And I, I just would, I would, I mean, do what you got to do, do what you yeah. got to do. But I, I certainly would, you know, just, I'll just give you a good example. Like if you were selling into schools and the school calls you up, fine. Don't assume, you know, the school industry, right? Like what is on your mind? What is yeah. that? just a little bit of listening? I think that you're going to find there'll be opportunities for you to solve new things that are complementary to what you do. Uh, as you go to market, just, just remember there's opportunity people, people's preferences, buying behaviors, pains, wants, goals, needs. They're all potentially different right now. Right. And, and, and if you just do a little bit of listening as you're, you know, you're going to see some opportunity for your business. Uh, that's fantastic advice. Well, uh, Mike, I can't thank you enough. Um, and as uh, as soon as Broad Ripple opens back up, I'll be up there to to have a bourbon with you. And, that sounds uh, amazing. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> but no, it's the, thanks for words of wisdom and encouragement today. This is a really important podcast for folks. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Always a pleasure. If you're an Indianapolis-based professional and would like your story to be heard on Off The Circle, contact us at offthecircle.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a glowing review.